listening to Ranking Tracks, part of CKCC Radio. And now your host, Jeff Trollowitz. And welcome back to episode number 88. Nice Back to the Future reference there. See if you bastards can do 90. I know I can do 90. That's coming up real soon. I've gone off on a tangent. And I'm not even sorry. Welcome back to episode number 88 of Ranking Tracks here on CKCC Radio. As always, my name is Jeff. I want to thank you for listening. And I'm going to talk about one of my all-time favorite albums. This album, well, this band and I go way back to the point that they were the first concert I actually ever truly attended. Now, I know I've told the story before, but I saw shows that I was just way too young to understand that I was at a concert, uh first thing that comes to mind is Don McLean. Uh, But the first concert I purposely went to that I wanted to go to was on in fact it was this tour. The band to me is America's greatest rock band. No offense to the Beach Boys. I'm of course referring to Aerosmith. Uh, They make their return. I'm basically, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm going to do all my favorite bands. They're going to get multiple shouts. I'm going to do a lot of, of my favorite bands throughout the years. So, yeah. Uh, Queen's happened twice. Billy Joel's happened twice. This is Aerosmith's second time. Weird Al's going to have a second. Everyone's, uh, all my bands are getting multiple ones. And really, the, there's nothing you can do about it. And I'm proud of it. So today, we're going to be talking about Get a Grip. Now, Aerosmith's career is amazing if you think about it. That they, you know, had huge hits throughout 50 years of music, really. You know, they were big in the 70s. Then they kind of fell apart due to the drug use. Then they had two of the biggest rock albums in the 80s with Permanent Vacation and Pump. And then this album happened. And it just... It brought them right back to the top. And yet, and this is, to me, still absolutely mind-blowing. When you think of Aerosmith, all their great music, what was their first number one hit? You know, it wasn't off this album, and it wasn't off Pump or Permanent Vacation or anything off the 70s albums. It was, I don't want to miss a thing. Now, again, I love the song. But I just I can't believe that that was their first number one song. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about Get a Grip. It was recorded basically throughout all of 1992 in two separate spans through January and February. Then they toured. Then they came back in September and November of 92, and then released the album in April 20th, 1993. I was supposed to see them in the New Haven Coliseum. R.I.P. to the Coliseum. It's gone. It's a parking garage now. Actually, I don't even think it's anything. I think it's just a blank space. But uh, a storm hit that night, so I was pissed. I, it was my first concert, and then I didn't get to see them in time. And it took a year, I think, for them to come back. Uh, so this album has 14 tracks. 62 minutes and 6 seconds. Uh, Wikipedia has it listed as both hard rock and glam metal. 
I don't know that I agree with any of those, but again, Wikipedia has its own genres that I just don't consider this album hard rock. That's just me. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about this album, because again, it is one of my favorite albums. I owned it on CD. I wore it out, because again, so many great hits. I'm going to shock you with what my number two song is. It's not what you think it's going to be. All their hits are up there. But my second favorite song off this album, I don't think anyone's ever going to... I even think you're going to agree with me. You're going to you're gonna listen to this podcast and be like, what the hell is wrong with that man? And the correct answer is a lot. So let's go ahead and talk about track number 14. For me, it's number six. The song is called Flesh. The day rolls in, the night rolls out. Desire rules without a doubt. The heart beats fast, you salivate. And when you come, it won't be late. I guess by now you got the score. A little taste and you want more. From San Antonio to Marrakesh. Yeah, when the night comes, everybody's gotta have flesh. And because I do love this album, there's no bad songs. Like... I could easily move stuff around just depending on my mood. So, just when I went and listened to it this week, Flesh was number 14. And yes, there are a lot of sexual innuendos throughout this album. And again, it is Aerosmith, so let's not be surprised by that. Number 14... Oh, sorry, track 13... or. 13 on my list is track 14. It is Boogeyman. And the lyrics include... No, there are no lyrics. This is a... Uh, this is an instrumental. Got nothing on that one. Number 10... Or sorry, number 12 is track 10. And it has the most random opening two words of all time that have nothing to do with anything else in the rest of the song. Psychedelic Sandwich. Those two words are what start... Gotta love it. Any way that you can feel it, you shouldn't try to conceal it, baby. You gotta make up your mind. Any way I can steal it, any way you can deal it to me, you know the pleasure's all mine. You gotta love it. You better own it. You gotta love it, and God knows it. And you gotta sh sh shove it. I'm gonna make things happen, going round and round and round. I wanna say you're a firecracker. I wanna say you're a switchblade knife. You make a sex career coming down from an all-night tripper. Pull your foot from the ruby slipper because you can't get there from here. You gotta love it. And at number 11 is track number 3. It is the title track. And it is a rare occasion that the title track was not deemed good enough for a single. Get a grip. Gotta get a grip. Skin and bones, it ain't such a pity. If you think I'm vain, better shut your lip. I can't explain how to be a fat city. You gotta live large, gotta let it rip. Skin and bones, it ain't such a pity. Don't you give me no flack? Honey, shut your lip. You gotta have stones if you're living in the city. If you wanna hang loose, gotta get a grip. Once upon a crime, I thought I was cool, but I don't wanna brag. Once I crossed the line, I think I must have zigged when I should have zagged. Gotta get a grip. And at number... 10 is the intro. It's track one. And it's so short that I'm going to give you the entire lyrics. 
Wake up, kid. It's half past what you think. Nothing really changes but the date. But you're a grand slammer, but you're no Babe Ruth. You gotta learn how to relate. Because you'd be swinging from the perner grate. I got all the answers, low the holes. I got the right key, baby, but the wrong keyhole. Yo! And at number nine is track seven, Walk On Down. You wonder why you got holes in your shoes. You wonder why they got more money than you. You wonder why you got nothing to lose. It makes no sense. Don't try to figure it out. You gotta walk on down. Walk on down. Walk on down. When you're shit out of luck, there's just one thing to do, and that's walk on down, walk on down, walk on down. When you're shit out of luck, there's just one thing to do, and that's, yeah, huh. And at number eight is the song Fever. Now, uh, again, Aerosmith is my second all-time favorite band. Uh, probably in the top ten, not as much now as used to be, but also in my top ten was Garth Brooks, who at one point decided, I'm going to cover an Aerosmith song. But he makes some changes. We're going to talk about that. The song is called Fever. It is track number four. I got a rip in my pants and a hole in my brand new shoes, which... There seems to be a lot of holes in shoes in this uh, album. I got a margarita nose and a breath full of mad dung booze. I got the fever. Fever, fever, fever. Yeah, they threw me out of jail. I tell you, it ain't fair. I tried to kiss the judge from the electric chair. Yeah, we're all here because we're not all there tonight. Which, by the way, is one of my all-time favorite lyrics. The guitar's cranked and the bass man's blown a fuse. And when the whole gang bangs, tell me what's your excuse. We got the fever, 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 fever. Fever gives you lust with an appetite. It hits you like the fangs from a rattlesnake bite. We're all here because we're not all there tonight. When Garth did it, he took some of the sexually suggestive lyrics and turned them all about a rodeo. He's got a split finger wrap around and his ropes pulled way too tight. He's got a lunatic smile because he's really drawn deep tonight. He's got fever. And at number seven, it is track number two, was the second single. Didn't really do well. Wikipedia doesn't even have numbers on it. Eat the Rich. Well, I woke up this morning on the wrong side of the bed and how I got to thinking about all the things you said. About ordinary people and how they make you sick. And if calling names kicks back on you, then I hope this does the trick. Because I'm a sick of your complaining about how many bills. I'm sick of all your bitching about your poodles and your pills. And you just can't see no humor about your way of life, then I think I can do more for you with this here fork and knife. Eat the rich. And at number six, the song is called Shut Up and Dance. It is track number eight. It was the fifth single. Again, Wikipedia doesn't even have a page for this song. Um, you may also know this song if you remember in Wayne's World 2, which also does feature the band Aerosmith. They perform this song. It is a live version on the sound talk, soundtrack. <laughs> Words. Talk is cheap. Shut up and dance. Don't get deep. Shut up and dance. A love has got me a down. A tear just hit the ground. So I started writing you this song, but the words I wrote came out all wrong. But it's all right. Talk is cheap. Shut up and dance. Don't get deep. Shut up and dance. When you can't define the crime, then life ain't worth a dime. When they take everything you got, and they rub your nose in the funky spot. Ew. Not without a fight. Talk is cheap. Shut up and dance. 
Don't get deep. Shut up and dance. This is how much I've listened to this album. I can't just read these lyrics. They literally come out as, you know, me almost singing them. Because even on the non, you know, huge hits, I just know the album so well that it kind of comes out that way. Next up is track number five. It is Living on the Edge. Uh, it was the first single off the album. And it won them the Grammy for Best Rock Performance by a group or duo. And the album, the video featured a gentleman by the name of Edward Furlong, who movie fans will know from uh, Terminator 2. So let's go ahead and get into the lyrics. There's something weird in the fridge today, and I don't know what it is. Food I can't recognize. My roommate won't throw a thing away. I guess it's probably his. Looks like it's alive and living in the fridge. Living in the fridge, living in the fridge, living in the fridge. There's something gross in the fridge today, and it's green and growing hair. It's been there since July. If you can name the object in the baggie over there, then mister, you're a better man than I. Wait a minute. Those aren't the right lyrics. My bad. That's a Weird Al song. Let's try that again. There's something wrong with the world today. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong with our eyes. We're seeing things in a different way, and God knows it ain't his. It sure ain't no surprise. Living on the edge. Living on the edge. Living on the edge. There's something wrong with the world today. The light bulb's getting dim. There's a meltdown in the sky. If you can judge a wise man by the color of his skin, then, mister, you're a better man than I. And I've said this about several different songs over the years. Take a look outside the window. That lyric could easily have been written about today. But here it is, 20, 30 years later. And it's still just as relevant today. Let's go ahead and talk about the fourth best song on the album. It is track number 13. It is the fourth single. The first to f in a trilogy of Alicia Silverstone as if appearances on this album. I kept the right ones out and I let the wrong ones in. Had an angel of mercy to th see me through all my sins. There were times in my life when I was going insane, trying to walk through the pain. When I lost my grip and I hit the floor, yeah, I thought I could leave but couldn't get out the door. I was so sick and tired of living a lie, I was wishing that I would die. It's amazing. With the blink of an eye, you finally see the light. It's amazing when the moment arrives that you know you'll be all right. It's amazing. I'm saying a prayer for the desperate hearts tonight. Now again, for a band that throws a lot of sexual innuendos in their songs, that's some powerful stuff from Aerosmith, and that's why I absolutely love the song. It's not what you expect. And they have a couple throughout their career that make you take a step back and just say, damn, that song... Well, it's amazing. And at number three, the song is called Crazy. It is track number 11. It's a sixth single. It peaked at number 17. Hey, look, Alicia Silverstone's back in the video. And so is a young lady that looks very familiar to the lead singer, Steven Tyler. It's his daughter, Liv. Come here, baby. You know you drive me up the wall the way you make good on all those nasty tricks you pull. Seems like we're making up more than we're making love. It always seems you got something on your mind other than me. Girl, you gotta change your crazy ways. You hear me? Say you're leaving on a 7.30 train and you're heading out to Hollywood. 
girl, you've been giving me that line so many times, it kind of gets like feeling bad looks good. That kind of loving turns a man to a slave. That kind of loving sends a man right to his grave. I go crazy. Crazy, baby. I go crazy. I still can't say the word baby right. You turn it on, then you're gone. Yeah, you drive me crazy. Crazy for you, baby. And I pretty much think most people would put either crazy or amazing at number three or at two because I don't think anyone else has the song line up as one of their favorite songs off the album. I just, it's such a fun song. It's on my gym workout. It just, again, it's a song that I would qualify and classify, say, that I need more of in my life. You might not know the song just from the title. If you're a 90s kid who watched Ace Ventura a lot, you know this song. This is a song when Ace is trying to find the missing uh, jewel in the Miami Dolphins Super Bowl rings, and he's going around and basically stalking them just to get a glimpse of the ring. If you think that you're strong, want to fight, well, come on, line up. When the going gets tough and you're talking enough, line up. We gotta get up, get out before they get us down. Cause living up against the wall, yeah, has got us locked down. Come on and line up. So don't be surprised when they pull the wool over your eyes. Yeah, don't get funked up. Yeah, if you got the stuff and you can't get enough, then line up. If you're out on a limb and you wanna come in, then line up. And then, no surprise what number one is. Completing the Alicia Silverstone trilogy. It was the most popular song off the album, peaking at number 12. It was the third single. It's track nine, Crying. There was a time when I was so brokenhearted. Love wasn't much of a friend of mine. The tables have turned, yeah, because me and them ways have parted. That kind of love was the killing kind. So listen, all I want is someone I can't resist. I know that feeling. I know all I know all I know all I need to know by the way I got kissed. I was crying when I met you, now I'm trying to forget you. Your love is sweet misery. I was crying just to get you. Now I'm dying because I let you do what you do down on me. I mean, that that song was everywhere back in the day, and for good reason. It's such an amazing power ballad that it just it speaks for itself. So, absolutely love, love, love. Have I mentioned how much I love the song Crying? It's not my favorite Aerosmith song, because my all-time favorite song is an Aerosmith song. It is off their debut album, which will probably be the next Aerosmith one that I do. Since I did one from the 80s, now I'm doing one from the 90s. At some point in 2024, I will have to do the Aerosmith uh, debut album if not just to talk about my all-time favorite song. So that is going to wrap up this edition of Ranking Tracks here on CKCC Radio. As always, I do want to thank you for listening. There's some cool stuff. I've said this before. It's happening. Check out the CKCC YouTube channel. Some cool stuff coming. You're going to see this grill on it soon. So check it out. Check out the other great podcasts, the other great shows. So much happening around here, and I want you to be a part of it. So I do want to thank you for listening. Uh, Next time I come to you in two weeks for episode number 89, 
I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. I, and I said I'm going to do one country album a year and one rap album a year. Well, it's time for next week's or next time's rap album. And again, it's an artist that I do listen to, just have never sat down and listened to an entire album. So, not sure how much of it I can actually say. And it'll be fun to uh, hear me, the whitest dude with a podcast, and that says a lot, trying to uh, spit you some Eminem lyrics. Yes. Oh, that's going to be a good one. Still debating on which album, though. So if you have some... uh, suggestions let me know i got it narrowed down but i'm always open to suggestions so thank you for listening and have a good one everybody living on the edge